Welcome back to the Forget Me Not Diaries. I'm your host, Tyra. And I'm your host, Bree. We are two lifelong besties who are delving into what makes us, us. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Tyra. And I'm your host, Bree. And today we have a very special guest, Katie. Hi there. (laughs) Yeah, we met Katie uh, when we were at work, and she's just like one of the best, funniest coworker people. Always down to party, down to do anything, (laughs) down to just, yeah, do anything, literally talk about anything under the sun. Nothing is off limits, I don't Mm -mm. think. Can be a good thing and a bad thing sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, welcome, Katie. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. This is, I'm excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's no. an experience every time, I feel like. Yes, it is a huge experience. And what's kind of funny is that you guys are both have similar oh, East Coast roots, kind of. Which honestly, yeah. I completely forgot about you until you said that earlier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I might have known that about you, but I definitely forgot it too. So oh, okay. Sweet. I love that. Yeah, no, I was like, Katie grew up in Boston. <laughs> All right, that one slipped out somewhere. <laughs> Chucked that one in the waste bin somewhere. I very well may have have never told you that too. So No, honestly, it did it ticked something, but I was like, Yeah, right. Probably right, right, right. right. Because right. when I get really drunk that accent comes back out and that might have been from that get together sometimes people (laughs) you might have known more about the wisconsin thing because i feel like i might have talked to you about that maybe not oh never mind let's not get off topic (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, no (laughs) no i moved to new york when i was 18 uh well vermont first (laughs) and then uh I swear to God, all people from Vermont sound like they're from Wisconsin. It's it, the yep. same accent. Oh, yeah. It, it freaked me out. I had, I worked at a deli there in Manchester. Ooh. And do you know where Manchester is? Uh, yes. Every, it's, I swear to God, everyone knows where Manchester is. I worked at the Price Chapa. <laughs> Dude, I'd be like, are you from Wisconsin? <laughs> no, I'm, I live down the street. I have some like, board. Right. Oh. Cool, cool. cool. <laughs> it was great. It was great. So no, definitely, I love, I love that about Katie. Maybe that's why I'm like you're the only cool East Coast person I've ever met. Because I've everyone's, been up here for like 15 years. Yeah, everyone's so weird on the East Coast. I feel like I there's agree. just like a distance they put between you and anyone else. Well, like we were talking about earlier, is you can drive two hours and be in a completely different state in mm-hmm. any direction. Yeah, and it's like that imaginary line just changes the way they pronounce words so quickly Mm -hmm. when you're two hours away from these people it's i don't get it i don't either and a lot of the further it's like uh north or yeah east coast like towards the south (laughs) it goes from like really soft wisconsin sounding to really thick missing letters kind of angry super angry and aggressive just Jersey, Delaware, yeah. just, it gets worse. And then you hit Washington, D.C., and then all of a sudden, they have the straw. It's uh, just like, and I swear, well, like, people, Washington, D.C., no accent. I don't know how no. that happened. It's like the delete line of the accent, and then it starts over again. Oh, my God, what the fuck? <laughs> That's how I feel about Alaska sometimes. It's just like, there is no, there. there's no. too many. Yeah, there's different. too many. There's too many. Just the yeah. mixing pot. Well, it's like Aunt Cole, born and raised Alaskan, moved to Texas. Now she has a Texas accent. It rubs off on you. Oh, yeah. it does. Anytime I go back to Wisconsin, it's like, it's like Whoa. oh, yeah, you betcha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me some of that casserole. <laughs> I love that. 
I'm so bad at it though. I I have to be by them because it's mostly I think I pick up on my uncle and my brothers the yeah, most. Yeah, I can see that more than like my aunties. They're not. So, no, I don't think so. They're not so drawly mm, with no. their stuff. I no, feel definitely. out of place when I go back east if I don't kind of pick up the way they say certain things. Right. Like I'm over enunciating my R's or something. <laughs> oh. I use the letter A too many times. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to slip into it because I feel like they immediately notice. And they're like, because I was asked my whole life going back to Wisconsin, why do you have an accent? And I'm like, I don't pitch you do. I'm not from the lower 48, so don't try and push that shit on me. I love that. This kid that I went to, like, elementary and middle school with, um... I went back east to see him, and we were talking and hanging out, and he goes, I just gotta say this, you have, like, a moose accent. What the fuck? A moose <laughs> accent? Like, what does that mean? You <laughs> said that, but then I'm like, maybe she's right. Because <laughs> you've grown up in here. <laughs> and I'm hearing myself now, too. <laughs> no. The math, math, on that one. <laughs> the math, math. It's so true, though. But you have to be mad at it still. It's a moose accent. But this almost sounds like a moose. Shut the fuck up. You might be right, but fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's just such a unique. Are we Canadian mooses? We're so Canadian. Like the more I'm in Canada, sometimes, <laughs> and it's so hard to tell. I I have a really bad problem with wanting to call it Canada. <laughs> Okay, I'm not alone. No. But no, Canada, I'm in Canada a lot. I was going to call it Canadian mooses. <laughs> Canadian mooses. Canadian. Yes. I just want to take off the end. <laughs> yeah. No, so they do sound, we sound a lot like them. I and just think of fucking um, Brother Bear. Yes. Brother Bear. Oh my god. Oh hey Marty, what do you do? You know. Yeah. They, then, then that's like I think, um, and then, then you run literally right back into Wisconsin. And Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. It's just like fucking <laughs> just. And then you go to Washington, and these fuckers have no accent. No. Washington yeah. is a scary state. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so so is Alaska. But you will probably get most likely more murdered in Washington. True. I think anywhere. It's just dense in a smaller space. Yeah. But very much like Alaska. Yeah. So that's scary. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> and then you got Fairbanks Idaho, right? right? Washington, Idaho. Uh-huh. And then you got the nowhere land. And then, yeah. yeah. And then you got fucking Wisconsin, and then you have this accent. No, no. You no. skipped right over South Dakota and Montana. Oh, that's right. Oh, South Dakota. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's right. No, you're right. I don't know my states. Did I? No, I'm just saying there's a big old gap of nothing yeah. before you get to Minnesota. That's and that's true. west or, yeah, that western side of Minnesota. There's a whole lot of nothing, nothing. there, too. <laughs> South Dakota is beautiful, though. It, oh, it is. Is. it is. It is. I wouldn't live there, though. Yeah, I mean, either. Thank God. I love it. I don't yeah. want to live in the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of do. <laughs> Someday. But Nick uh, don't. Yeah, that's I love fair. That. I love it. I love that. <laughs> so we're here stuck in the middle ground. <laughs> This or Canada. Oh, oh my God. Well, we also have Katie here today with us um, to talk about. She is one of our um, single friends. Yeah. Yeah. Which we don't come across them too often. I don't think we do. No I don't know. I like Katie. my married friends. Most people, you know, they only have single friends. You guys are dope. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. So we were going to yeah. like get some insight on Katie's dating life because I have not been in the game for a good 10 years now. That's a long yeah. time. Same with Brianna. Eight and a half. Yeah. So yeah. life has changed. They came out with this Tinder shit. I don't, I've never been on it. So, yeah, there's like Tinder and Hinge and Grinder or is Grinder only for men? That is for um I think I've never used it, but from what I gather, I do think that's just for men. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah. Legit. Okay. I thought Hinge was started out that way too, didn't it? Um, I have no idea to be honest. <laughs> but so Hinge and Tinder and all the other apps, like, like even Facebook fish, dating, fish, uh, uh, plenty of fish. Yeah. Do you use Facebook dating? I will get there. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. I, I have guess. stories. All right. So they all started out as hookup apps, basically. And then it turned into more of, like, meeting people just in general in your area. Because uh, of the day and age and technology, think about it. How often do you actually go into public and talk to strangers or that strangers are willing to talk to you? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, not, it's so different than when, our, you know, our parents and grandparents were growing up. You had to talk to people. Mm-hmm. You can just write a stranger a letter and hope or meet him at a bar, like or or a grocery a store. Yeah. You're not gonna like chat up the guy next to you. What if he's a serial killer? Right? Exactly. You don't Yet, know. You'll go on the dating app and feel secure. <laughs> a little bit. Hey, it's, it's at least a pre-screening tool. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, that is true. So I'll lead with I'm banned from Tinder. Oh. oh. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> So I'm not on Tinder. What the Let's fuck? hear about that. Let's stop right there. <laughs> what the fuck? I told you. I was going to tell you some really out-of-pocket stuff. Okay. Jesus Christ, Katie. So I was sending these pictures. No, I'm kidding. I wasn't sending pictures. <laughs> um, when I first moved back up here after my ex and I broke up, uh, you know, it was all over Facebook that, oh, you know, we're so in love. Everything's perfect. We're moving to Arizona. We're going to have this great life. And then I didn't say shit about me coming back because, well, I told you guys that story before this. Yeah. So you can understand where I was like, yeah, my whole life kind of just got uprooted and ruined and I'm right. moving back to my parents' house. Love this for me. Um, <clears throat> so I got back on Tinder just because I wanted some external validation, you know, who yeah, wouldn't after that. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, my guy friends, God bless them. Um, I have, you know, friends who were on those apps too yeah and they saw my pictures and thought someone was pretending to be me because as far as all my friends knew oh except my for my God. really close group yeah. was that I was in Arizona and dating this man yeah happily in a committed relationship <laughs> and now all of a sudden I'm on, I'm on tinder and oh my god I, it's like you know what I'm 20 miles away they're like oh no fucking way so they all reported it yeah, and they had, like, their friends do it. They're like, somebody's catfishing. I, and this was, like, overnight. Oh, so, my, oh God. my God. I made the Tinder at, like, 10 o'clock at night. Haha, ha, whatever. Swiped on a few people. We'll see what happens. I woke up banned. Life <laughs> <laughs> said no. no. <laughs> and all of these, like, messages on Facebook with screenshots oh my of my profile. God. Like, hey, someone's pretending to be you, blah, blah, How blah. How embarrassing. You have no idea. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, insult to injury with all the shit I was already going through. Because I had been back in Alaska for, like, less than a week. Oh, my God. Uh, I was like, I just need somebody to tell me I'm pretty, goddammit. And, well, that didn't work. So I went to Hinge. Oh, my God. Then Facebook dating became a thing, I think, pretty shortly after that. Or if it already was. Or then something. Yeah. It yeah. was, yeah. It was still pretty new. Um, Interesting. And so I did 
those for a while. I'm not on anything anymore. I can't deal with it. Oh. <laughs> the dating game out here is rough. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's exactly our, yeah. what I was just about to ask. How do you think the Alaska dating scene differs from other states? Oh, that's fair. Um, I don't know if you have much insight on that. Yeah, I was actually going to give context to that, too. So, like, I, when I was in college in North Carolina, I dated there very little, but a little bit. Um, and then one of my old jobs, I used to have to travel a lot. So the one where we used to work with our boss. Okay. Um, and so I did, like, I would be down there for like a month at a time or so. So of course, you know, I'd be on Tinder. This is before I got banned. Um, (laughs) (laughs) just like, you know, seeing who's out there. Right. And I have to say there's people that I'm still friends with, like, Ah, like I made connections with them because, you know, girl from out of town, girl from Alaska, that always catches attention of and then course, yeah. there was you know also a lot of people that's the what yeah. I shouldn't give the most context and insight to is there's a lot of more people yeah and as here it's especially in this area you know they're either in town or out in the valley mm-hmm. so no shit yeah or Fairbanks but I ain't going that far you know they, they, no. they probably have like just like Facebook marketplace they probably have like ranges you can they put do. on it Mm-hmm. Oh, see, Good some guess. of them have like fifty plus miles. So then it's like I don't really care. Just give me someone. Ah, oh. there's other ones where like how desperate are we? Yeah, I think Legit. Hinge goes from zero to like a hundred miles. Wow, damn. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like there's some pretty big ranges. Yeah, Holy if you're fuck. in town, you can match with people and like. Well, that's like wood. some. I mean, yeah, <clears throat> I do have one other dating source that I listen to. <laughs> But I cannot reveal that source. So anyways, they have met people. I was going to say Alaskans. I'll bet it one thing that I've noticed from hearing about other things, and I wonder if you can cooperate on this, is like some people will go far. Yeah. Well, because a lot of people are slopers. Yeah. You know, like you got to put the range in sometimes for just that. Yeah. Well, and just with how small some towns are. I mean, think if you are someone single out, out around here yeah like, if you put in a 20 mile radius you're probably going to catch like what the edge of wasala interesting yeah. So, yeah definitely something else that's for sure yeah well i feel like i'm curious what are the qualities that are most important to you in a person since you are technically single <laughs> <laughs> and looking <laughs> Um, you know, I was thinking about that earlier and it's just, it's kind of a loaded question Mm. because there's, Mm -hmm. you know, there's those cliche qualities that every girl wants, you know, Mm. want to be funny, you know, like to go out and do stuff, travel, you know, just the normal cliche things. But really at this point, what I'm looking for, you know, being 26, I'm getting to my elder 20s. So I'm just, you know, starting to consider more seriously what I want to do as far as, you know, having a family life and stuff like that. And what would be a a good partner to build a life with versus somebody that, you know, you just see and you're like, oh, wow, you're attractive. I could look at that forever. Well, something my dad's always said is you have to fall in love with who someone is and not what they look like. Because what they look like is always subject to change change, and it will change. Yeah. Because you get older, life happens. You have kids, you know. Yeah, you exactly. could have a car accident. Yeah, you lose get caught weight, in a house fire. You gain weight. You do all that. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. It's just life. It happens. Yeah. And so, 
that's been resonating more with me. And now I think what I really deeply look for the most in a partner is leadership. And that sounds a little weird. Yeah. I'm a very independent woman, as you guys know. And like, I, mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, being an only child, I was, I had to figure it out. Yeah. I had to do it. And I'm very lucky that my father is so great. And that was a good example too of just because you have to do it alone right now doesn't mean you like you always will have to do it alone. Yeah. And he was very much not like I'm the head of the household. What I say goes, he wasn't a tyrant, but it was, all right, well, this is my family and this is my house. So I'm going to ensure that all these things are, you know, taken care of. So my wife doesn't have to worry about it. Exactly. I will. Yeah. Uh Like I will. And he honors her and he protects her and, I see the value in that partnership and that's what I'm looking for yeah. of taking care of things in a weird way. Like chance obviously fixed the heater. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I don't fucking know shit about shit. Exactly. Like chance will fix it. Chance will get underneath the sink and we'll look at the pipe and we'll mm-hmm. figure that out and things like that because that's something that's foreign to me, but it's just, it's not like the, what is it? The hierarchy or whatever. Is it like old to the patriarchy? Thank you. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily that, but it's just like a nice feeling to know that this man is taking care of you to know that you are being taken care of. Yeah. And in more ways than just like shit like that too, like emotionally and being taken care of mentally. Yeah. And it's not that I want to be fucking barefoot and pregnant because that sounds also hellish. Yeah. And I don't want to be a housewife, but yeah. Well, I think it goes back to what you said and things we've said on the past that you want a partner mm-hmm. yeah. and you want someone who wants to help take care of the life together. Yep. And mm-hmm. yeah. And just because you, you know, just because you're in a, uh, heterosexual, I always get these wrong. I know. <laughs> <laughs> heterosexual relationship, monogamous, whatever. Yeah. Traditional. traditional relationship. Yeah. Yes. That's the word. Doesn't mean that like, in a lesbian relationship, there wouldn't be somebody taking care of the furnace. There's, but somebody, I doubt in every relationship, it's going to be both of them, you know, or in any, I mean, you know, so that's my point is that you have have a partner and one partner does one thing. You just find that balance. Yeah. 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 You suck at this and I don't, so Mm -hmm. I'll do this and I suck at that and you don't. So you do that Mm -hmm. and then do We're done. And we're a team. More hands make less work. Yeah. That is nice. So, yeah. And like I was talking about in the car of that shift of hearing, I heard this a while ago and it didn't really resonate with me until recently when, you know, I was starting to think more about doing this of you won't find the person that you're going to get married to until you are ready yourself for marriage and you like prepare your life for that. It's not like I'm just sitting here waiting for my husband to show up, but (laughs) it's something that I've realized that I want and it's a shift in my behavior too. You know, that's why I'm not on dating apps. I'm not out looking around for, you know, just whatever. Mm. I'm ready to see a different part of my life and it's good. You know, I love that for you. Thank you. That's really grown thing to do. I was going to say, it gives me a lot of insight on my sister and her, not the talk of the thing about hers, but no, just she, we've always, we always say she's picky. And mm-hmm. like, or but like, maybe it's like, seriously, she just wants to be at the right space and mm-hmm. she's not waiting for that. She's just living until it happens. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, and I too. think what made me have that mental shift was I realized that I am at a point in my life where 
I could bring those things to fruition and I actually want it. You know, mm. marriage doesn't sound terrifying or like a death trap. You know, having a family, hopefully in years in the future, I'm not ready for that yet, but mm. you know, that doesn't sound, it doesn't scare me because right. it used to give me cold feet. Mm. If I thought about that too hard or if I got too involved with somebody, gone. Wow. Um, so actually speaking of that, do you believe you have a soulmate? I hope so. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> They're probably married right now, and I just got to catch them on the second wrap, lap around after the divorce. <laughs> <laughs> jokes. I, jokes. I know. I love that, though. What a good positive outlook. <laughs> <laughs> it, it fucking happens. Yeah. Hey, dating in Alaska. Your odds are good, but the goods are off. So, <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. The goods are off. Uh, when you talked about your parents getting together later in life, had your parents already been married or with other people before they met each other? Oh, yeah. I think my dad was like 35, maybe 33. No, my mom was 35 and my dad was or younger. I don't know. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Daddy got him a cougar. <laughs> oh, my God. She's like three years older than him. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yes, so my mom had been married beforehand. Oh, wow. And he was abusive, oh. like very, very abusive. Um, isolated her from the family. Oh my like, fucking god! Yeah, my mom went through some serious relationship trauma before she met my dad. Holy wow. shit! And she was, I think, she was younger than I am. So Whoa. it was early twenties, you know. And he, I don't want to give away too much, but basically, the job my mom was doing at the time was a maid type job basically uh, and it was for a very influential family in a certain area that she lived in yeah her and the son and it was like once that became a thing the mother became very like controlling abusive oh towards my, my mom too oh, Jesus Christ. and then he started doing it like he Oof. pushed her down a flight of stairs one time Holy fuck. oh yeah he was like domestically abusive oh my god wow. yeah so my mom used to be a professional roller skater and ice skater and she was going to a competition and he didn't want her to go and this was like for her career basically i mean yeah. she was already a nurse at this point but she was wow. trying to also still be a professional skater yeah um and he told her, if you leave, you know, don't come back. And sure enough, she packed a bag. And when she tried to come home, like, I think the locks were changed and everything. No shit. They were still together for a little bit after that. But yeah. Oh, my so, God. And then. I know. And then Mike comes in the picture. Yeah. yeah years later. So she was single for, I think, probably wow. almost eight years. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Lived her life. Lived her life. Became a nurse. You yeah. Know, with, did her skating, her mm. wow. everything. Like, right. Yeah. She lived her life. It was good for her. Um, That's nuts. And then my dad. <laughs> <laughs> dropped in <laughs> I find pictures of that man with strange women ah! and it is so funny oh there's my this God. picture of him in like a you know those 90s or not 80s the like 70s 80s workout suits like, yes. like you've had a t-shirt oh, on yes. and no. yes. and it, I have a photo of my dad with some strange woman's hand down his pants and I love bringing it up because I'm always <laughs> God, Katie, you devil. It's so fun to poke that bear. <laughs> oh, my God. Knows her. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that. Oh, well, it's funny. They like her now. Oh. Yeah. So, yes, wow. my parents have been with other people. <laughs> I was just curious. That's too funny. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> I love it. I feel like it's so... You, you're, you're still out there. You're still looking. Yes. There has to be... 
not on your part, but there has to be some reasons you kept walking on a couple of those. So my next question was, what are some red flags that have caused you to be like hard pass back out? Like I'm done. No more. The first one, easy it. If I looked at his face too long, I realized his ears were uneven and it irked me so bad I got the ick and stopped talking to him. Can you, I just recently found out what the ick was because of a, Kaylee sent me a Facebook video. Do you know what oh, the ick is? No. Can so, you explain the ick? Yes, I guess that's fair. It's, yeah. It, it's definitely a common dating term right now. Yeah. So think about, <laughs> I hate to describe him like this after I just said that about him, but he's a sweet man, but it's not, not his fault. Um, you know, you're washing the dishes and your hand touches a wet piece of food and you're like, and you're Oh, nope. Can't do that. Yeah. That's the ick. But with people. people. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. So like when Chance's sweaty body and I touch his nasty ass, wet <sighs> ass fucking face. That's an ick. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. I did it the other night. And Ooh. I'm like, get the fuck away from me. Get the fuck away from me. Put a fucking pillow in the middle of this shit because I, I no. I love you go away <laughs> exactly fuck no get the fuck out of here that is too funny and especially going to bed when he's mm. drunk liquor breath not it's not done. having it mm. ick ick roll to the other fucking side do not put your mouth near me married people can have icks too see? exactly <laughs> exactly exactly so sorry that oh, that is okay. kind of really annoying like they were off center though the ears I'm not kidding and I'll try to be as descriptive as I can for oh. the listeners at home. Um, so, <laughs> like, one bottom of his ear was pretty much level with his nose. And then the other one was, like, it was, like, it, half an tip. inch off. I mean, it was it was oh. a lot. And I, I would oh keep boy. staring at that, too. I And <laughs> think about that trying to kiss you, and you're like... Cover here. No way. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I'm just thinking about like photos when you. you yeah. I was looking at my friend's wedding photos, and you know the wedding kiss. Imagine putting your hands up for the kiss, and they're. <laughs> I don't know. It's like two different spots. Yep. Oh god. And well, and so I hate to say it like this. Usually, too, with oh, like with any potential partner that I might have, my one of my first thoughts is always, what would our kids look like? Mm. And the ear thing, couldn't do it. I'm not doing that to my children. Biological imperative. Yeah. <laughs> not your fault. You're a nice man. Sorry. We can't talk anymore. Oh, my gosh. Now, this one's really bad. Oh. oh, this guy. We went on, like, three dates. And then on the third date, he asked me to do this. And I... Uh, is this a trigger warning? No. What? No. Is it, is it dirty? Okay. Dirty. Got no. it. Well, is so it sexual. Letters. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. Yeah. Better. So he wanted me to degrade him. Oh. But in public. Oh. Like if we were out, like on our when we were on our date, he's like he said something ineffective. It would be so hot. Or he's like, I think it's really hot when uh, like girls are bitchy to me in front of you know like other people. Like you should be bitchy to me in front of the uh, the waiter. I think that'd be, like, just so sexy. I was like, uh... <laughs> uh... No way. I have to think about that. Me being the nosy bitch that I am, 
I leaned into it because as soon as that sentence came out of his mouth, I was like, I am never going to see you again after I get in my truck and leave tonight. So I'm going to ask you more questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. It progressed. Yeah. He wanted me to do, he wanted me to degrade him in public. And then shame him later on. And he had oh my God. a thing for having his partner stepped on oh my God, with really? high-heeled women. Yeah. And he apparently has had great success getting this to work over dating apps. Yeah. I, however, blocked him immediately on everything. Yeah. Oh. Just not, it's just not a turn on. It's just not there. It gave me serial killer vibes and I did not want to end up in basement. Just a little bit. He was also in the military. Strike two. Yeah. 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 I it's don't know. Nine times out of ten, military is a red flag. But I, there are there boys are some good boys ones. trying to de-stress in Somehow. any way he know how, and he got probably some deep-rooted like mommy fucking issues. Who the yeah. hell knows? Yeah, yikes. Yeah, and that's for, just something to like jump so straight into. That's kind of crazy to me. I didn't think that was third date talk, but I was wrong. No, you're wrong, girl. Weird. Yeah, very weird. But up till Ooh. then, it was sorry. Wow, I'm still just wrapping my head around that. You know, it was iffy. It was. Okay. First date was good. It was cute. We had a really nice date. Yeah. He seemed okay. normal. It was nice. We had similar interests. He was also from the East Coast. Like, cool. Cool. Second cool. date, it got a little weird, but I thought maybe it could be a coincidence. It's only second. Yeah. Yeah. His mom called while we were in the truck, in his truck, going <clears throat> to dinner, and she knew who I was already. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> granted, he had only been up here for a little bit, so I can understand you're, like, talking to your family at home. Yeah, you got this date with this Katie girl or whatever. Yeah, like I went on a date the other yeah, day. Yeah, okay. All right, benefit of the doubt. Yes. Because also, at this point, no other red flags. Paid for dinner, opened doors. Like, I drove to his sure. house. He drove to dinner. Like, you know, it was it was cute. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, all right, whatever. I can get down with this. So, yeah. Then Comes that down to kinks, I guess. Ooh. Yeah. So, is that... The most terrible date you've ever been on? No. Okay. Can you tell me the worst date you have ever been on? Sure. You don't want any more red flags? Oh, I did. Oh, fuck. That's right. You said you had four. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, keep going. No, 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 no. Keep going. I want to. <laughs> well, know more. I how about we skip to the worst? Yeah, give us the worst. The absolute. That one was definitely Top. up there. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Get... Um, the other two, one's quick. The other one I'll wrap up real quick. You're good. Um. <laughs> he yelled at his mom when she was trying to help him. And I, red flag, immediate, and I yelled at him too. I was like, you don't talk to your fucking mother like that. Because too, that's a huge red flag. If you don't talk to your mom correctly, you're not going to talk to me correctly. And I throw hands. So, mm-mm. We're Preach. Not Preach. The other Very one. True. This was another military dude. It's where they get so many red flags from on my part. I can't do it. So I, was, I don't date military dudes anymore. Ex-military is fine, but no current, no active duty. Sorry, sir. Um, so he made me park down the block from his house in Midtown Anchorage in the middle of the night. Well, not the middle of the night. It was like eight, but it's winter time. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's middle of winter. Night. Yeah. <laughs> and I had bought us dinner. Oh. Yeah. This was, it, it was like a home date, but this was the worst date I've ever been on. So we're going to wrap that into one. Yeah. Okay. So he made me... Um, I, I got us dinner. We were going to hang out at his place because we were going to go do something. And I forget where we were going to go. But uh, he was playing. And we, this guy and I had gone on probably like four or five dates. So it wasn't weird to go to his house at right. this point. You know, we'd been out in public. I had a decently good time. You know, like 
whatever. And um, <laughs> he answered the door in his boxers with mm. his gaming headset on. <laughs> and when I walked into the living room, like he didn't offer to take anything out of my hands, didn't try to help me through the door. Like it was a little, like, okay, this is weird, but I get it. Maybe you're in a benefit of the doubt. I'm too nice sometimes. Yeah. Like maybe you're in the middle of a game. You can't pause. And I should just be thankful that you opened the door. Like, mm, don't bitch this man out the second you get here. <laughs> I walk in there. He continues to play his game, shoves the food that I brought into his mouth while he's continuing to play the game, not really talking to me. And finally I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. Yeah. And he goes, why? I thought we were hanging out. I don't think we had the same expectations for how tonight was going to go. And this also isn't fun. Oh my God. At all. I think I lasted maybe an hour. No shit. Yeah. Cause I also want to eat my food. Okay. Can yeah. I just say something like yeah. I, some, there's some couples who play a lot of video games together. There's some couples who just don't. My husband also plays a shit ton of video games. Yeah. yeah. Loves them. Mm-hmm. But even in the very beginning of our relationship, never, not once have we he doesn't, he's one of, he's a Virgo. He don't like you looking over his shoulder. He yeah. don't, he's all very uncomfortable with it. Yeah. So like he, we don't, he's never tried to just play video games while I hang out. And I didn't mind really, cause I also play video games, but right. there's a certain point of respect and disrespect. He's not even going to talk to you. It was, you know how some dudes, when they're playing video games, they'll still talk to you, but it's like, are you talking about conversation? Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, that's fucking it, annoying, especially if you're having a quote-unquote date. Right? Or yeah. pick something that we can both play, dude. That I'd too. Totally that too, games. exactly. Right. Legit, right? And that probably would have gone a completely different way that night. Had he been like, okay, well, let me just finish this one game. And then you and can, then we can play. Or yeah. we can watch something or whatever. Mm-hmm. Legit. Right. Fucking A. Man. You're Man. down to chill. Yeah. Party or chill. Right, no Katie's expectations low-key, but fucking fuck you, dude. Yeah. I dude, am more important than a goddamn rude. video game. Mm-hmm. And it's, see, and that's the thing with, like, online dating, too, now, is you never know who you're meeting. No. So that's where I'm very casual up front. I'm like, I don't expect exclusivity. I don't expect, like, right, anything like that. But I Versus get to meeting this person yeah, at yeah. a store, at a bar. You already know their per- – you just know them by the – what is that? The first um, impression? Yeah. So, you know, your first impression is kind of like a text. Yeah, or like a friend of a friend. It's different because your friend knows them. Yeah. And, yeah. and then now here you are meeting this person that you met online. This is your true first impression. Yeah. And as far as online dating profiles go, like Hinge is kind of cool in a way. It gives you prompts so you can answer questions about yourself. And, ah. you know, here, let me pull up my profile. It's deactivated, but I still have it. Um, but really all you know on these apps is how old somebody is, about where they live, their education, if they choose to put it, their sexual orientation, if they choose to put it, um, their astrology sign, if they want to put that there too. But then you have to put like, uh, what you're looking for. And it's like, you know, long-term, long-term relationship, open to short, short-term relationship, open to long. Yeah. And then there's two other ones of, you know, figuring out your dating goals or, um, life partner, just like really ambiguous things. Ah. So the only intention you really have about what this person's looking for off these apps, because like I said, they start out as hookup apps, yeah. is if they choose to say, <clears throat> I'm looking for a long-term relationship, which I feel like most dudes Who's on dating not? apps 
Oh, no, I thought they just put that because... Because... Oh, she'll swipe on me if she thinks I'm going to stick around. Because yeah, that happens, that too. too. Yeah. Fucking yeah. lord. Age old. Oh, yeah. You get... Your spidey senses, as far as dating and men goes, gets really good when you've had enough bad dates. Speaking of bad dates, what would make a date a really great date for you? Hmm. Ooh, yeah. Describe your perfect date. <laughs> April 23rd. <laughs> so, hmm, I don't know. That's kind of a hard question to answer. I didn't really think about that one earlier. Yeah, sorry. I put you on the spot there. Oh, no, that's okay. Um, For me, I don't know. I'm really outgoing. I like to go out and do, sing, do things. I like to see new places, try new food. So, for me, I would say probably going to a restaurant I like I like day dates that turn into like you end it with dinner instead of starting with dinner yes. and then doing nightlife stuff. So I'd want to go somewhere and do something, you know. Love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, for a first date, probably wouldn't do this, but you know, if it's been a few dates, I'd like to, you know, go on like a day trip or something. Yeah. Go do something fun. Go to a restaurant we've been at, like plan on going to a restaurant we've never been to. Yeah. Go for I mean a hike somewhere, see cool views, you know. Go yeah. like. I don't know, rock hunting or something. I, just Legit. something goofy, yeah. you know, mindless. Mm-hmm. You're just hanging out together, mm-hmm. getting to know each other, like doing activities together that you can talk over. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, ending it with dinner and, you know. If it leads into something else, it leads into something else, but you got time. Right. And yeah. plus, if it's been like a few dates, then it's not weird if it mm-hmm. turns into something else. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I love that. I just like when you're able to you're outgoing. talk you're just, to somebody. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. very outgoing. And too. it's a big red flag if for, you know, like long term partner, if we can't hang out and talk, you know? Yeah. Cause I don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and if he's gonna, that. you know, butcher baker me or something because I don't <laughs> oh shut my up God. Then I can't be with him. <laughs> uh I don't know. Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. I mean, I feel like it is really hard to describe a perfect date, but I love that you, like, you just want somebody to spend a good time with, whether yeah. it, like whether or not it's engaging wherever you are, just that you're engaging each other. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. really matter so much what we're doing, but it's nice to have. I mean, it's not typical. It's not the movies. It's not. It, yeah. You know, it's your one-on-one time. Yeah. Legit. Preach, girl. Preach it. I've been screwing around in this dating game too long to not know what I want. (laughs) (laughs) These streets are rough. Stay married. (laughs) Uh, What is the process usually like once you match with somebody? Um, (laughs) Painfully simple. Um, If you swipe on them and they swipe on you and you match, somebody has to say something. And that's it. And then that's like... Like, what is, what do you usually, like, hey, what's up? How are you? What do you do? Um, I mean, simple answers are always good, you know, or not answered questions. God, like, I seriously am not done this in so fucking long. It's okay. I don't remember. So for me, like, when I get matches with somebody, um, I am more apt to respond to something ridiculous instead mm. of just, hey, how's it going? What's up? Sup? God. Oh, if I just get sup, I immediately unmatch them. Yeah. Mm, and there's that's another thing. Randomly, with how weird things some people will say to you, immediate ick. I don't even need to meet you. You were cute, and then you talked. Okay, we're done. 
But no, like you'll get people who will say just crazy things in a, in a good, funny way in response to prompts. And sometimes that's where it hinges a nice thing. Cause instead of just Tinder where it's only pictures yeah. and a bio that you write about yourself, which that can be so awkward. Look at me trying to write one for here. I made it sound like a school essay. Yeah. yeah. So I like hinge in that regard. Cause then you can give people chances, talking points before yeah. they know you. Yeah. And then there's the people who are really like overly invested and getting to know you over this app in the first 10 minutes of matching. And that gets weird. Cause then you're in a, like, you're typing out paragraphs about your life, their life. It, it can get weird real quick. Okay. I know I'm an oversharer. I don't yeah. know what that life be looking like nowadays for me. I'm Rough. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm crazy. We love oh, that, though. Yeah, but I feel like that's just because we're so comfortable. What if we were uncomfortable <sighs> for once? Do you think we would? I don't know. I don't know. You'd hate it. Yeah. I think you'd do fine just because you... <laughs> well, you. And you're, well, she's really, like, outgoing and easy to talk to people. I don't know. Well, Yeah, I've got my up. problems. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I say that, though, I think it's just, like, the personality. Not that I think you'd do bad, but I think you'd get invested really quickly. That's a tyrant trait. I know. <laughs> I love you, but I know you. You get invested really quickly, and then it'd be bad. What? Yeah. Because these men, they'd be lying. Oh, that sucks, because that is, like, what is that not story of my life? Mm-hmm. It's okay. I, Damn. I have a lot more walls than you do. Yeah. You can live vicariously through me and creep on some other dude. Because I know what they're going to have to put up with. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to have to scale them walls first. Yeah. They want the crazy. <laughs> if you want all this come on in <laughs> there was one question you guys had on there about like an insult that I took as a compliment I'm gonna ask next <laughs> wonderful yes what's the best insult that you like what's your favorite insult you've ever been given um well I mean it wasn't really so much an insult as a string of insults oh um yeah damn yeah there was this one dude we went on I think like two dates decided we'd be better as friends and then started casually, you know, Oh, hanging out. And, uh, <laughs> yes. And when I told him like, Hey, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. This isn't really fulfilling me. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. We don't hang out. We don't do anything together. We literally just hook up and then, we don't talk. Like, yeah, this is literally legit just a booty call. Yeah, and I'm not going to degrade myself yeah. just because you need some ass. Yeah. Like, this, I don't like different. it. Mm -hmm. And he was like, no, it's because you want to go out and fuck other people. And, like, he like, just went off on me and called me every name in the book, told mm. me how much of a whore I was being. <laughs> like, bitch, you called me. Shut the hell up. Yeah. Anyways. Hypocrite. It, yeah. It's fine if boys are, you know, mm -hmm. players, but if a girl does it, immediate whore. Yeah. And the irony, too, of this all was, I just was hoping that maybe he'd be like, okay, I'll, like, we can work on this now. Immature as fuck. Uh, yeah. So damn. he went off on me, and I just started laughing. <laughs> I literally just, I couldn't even stop, because none of it was true, and I knew Exactly, that. right. It's like, you, you are this mad that I don't want to be with you, that you're okay well good luck with your life you know? yeah exactly uh, i'm so glad so, so i mean i guess that's not like the best 
insult I've ever been called, but it definitely stuck with me. Yeah. I think the best backhanded compliment I've ever been given (laughs) was, you're so normal. Why aren't you like, you know, a crazy bitch? And how are you still single? Well, let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm picky. I'm mean. I'm mean. And I'm crazy in a different way. It's just... Like you said, you gotta scale those walls, baby. <laughs> Come and find out. <laughs> like, I'm normal because I don't unleash the crazy. You don't want to push that button. It's no. not fun. She, that's a hard bitch to put back in, in the in box. In the box. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it can be there. Um, does your job or personal life impact your dating life? No. Hmm. That was one I was really curious about. I just was curious because I was just like, how, like, I don't know. Nick and I have worked so many jobs together, but that was after we were together. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I just didn't know if it ever meshed. Um, well, I mean, there's that Taylor story from when she, (laughs) oh, that was all bad. Uh, You can talk about that if you'd like. I will. I'll, I'll come back to that in a second. But, um, that's the only time that my dating life has ever overlapped. And I'll ask Taylor if I can talk about this. So legit, no worries. Yeah, I'm sure she'll say yes because yeah. this story is hysterical. Um, but living with my parents, I think there's a big misconception that's where it does make my dating life difficult. Oh, I didn't. Oh, and that's okay. I don't think I knew you lived with your parents. I, I mean, I have my parents are elderly because they had me so late in life. Yeah. So, I mean, my mom had her back fused. At, less than a year ago. I, I mean, my dad's very healthy, but my mom, she's had cancer like six or seven times. Mm. She's not very healthy. She's got bad arthritis. Like health is not good. So there's a lot of weight that I pick up around the house and mm. it's not like I live there for free either. I mean, mm-hmm. they're both retired. So yeah, it's, exactly. yeah, it's interesting. And it, obviously I don't bring people home. Mm. Right. I mean, since I've been single in the last two years, I've never brought a guy home. I mean, mm. ever until last week, but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a different story. Uh, wow. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I wouldn't either, but yeah. Cause also you don't get to know my parents. I mean, you're not that lucky. Yeah, no, I mean, you'd have to be something special, especially from what you've said of your parents. I feel like they sound very, very, very cool. I love they them. They're definitely Already. very chill. And they respect that I'm a grown woman, too. Yeah. That's awesome. It's nice. I mean, there's sometimes with my mom with her dementia that I have to remind her that I'm 26 years old. Yeah. I am an adult. Mom, yeah. I love you. Shut the hell up. That's, and that, no. that has its own issues in itself. Yeah. Do you, in this life, I feel like I'm kind of... I feel like we've talked so much about all the dating and everything. I love, I love all of it, but I'm, I'm a little interested in Katie now, but okay. do you have a personal mission or motto that guides you through life? I mean, dating's a part of that life, but, yeah. but I'm sure that that's part of it too. Um, I'd say it's so basic. It is what it is. Mm, yeah. It is what it is, whether it's good, bad, neutral you know life happens no matter what we're doing and I'm a firm believer in life too that there are things that just happen and I am just there for it it didn't happen to me didn't happen because of me 
I had no impact on this. I was just there and or accidentally a part of the situation. You know, yeah. there's always the, the bomb, the impact of the bomb and then the ripple effects after it. And yeah. sometimes you just get caught in a ripple and it's not your life, not your fault, not your problem. And mm. yeah, doesn't mean you can't hold space and not be present for those people and those moments and the things that happen, but to not add it to my baggage, you mm. know, because yeah. in life you can have a suitcase or a purse to carry your baggage or a whole household. Yeah. And I like to travel light. Aww, I love that. You remind me very much of like the Queen of Cups right now in tarot. Just like able to hold space for others without letting it ever intercede with your own space Mm -hmm. inside. Yes. Yeah, I can see that. I love that. Well, that's like before we start recording the, um, you know, having to recognize when I'm overstimulated Mm. and holding space for myself. That's finding that yin to the yang has been very helpful the last few years. I feel like that's something I've been working on just recently, too. It happens by accident. My Well, my therapist has to remind me that, like, I've only been on meds and on this journey of, like, mental healing and going back to therapy yeah. for, like, three years. I didn't start meds till, like, 2020. Yeah. And it's like, that was only three years ago. I I know it feels like six because of this fucking pandemic, but that was only three years ago. And, you know, he's like, you, you're, he made, he looked at me like he made a little chart. He was like, you started here and then had all this before that, that you're now having to push forward. Jesus Christ, no shit. Yeah. So he's like, really be gentle on yourself for where you are in your journey. If you wouldn't say it to a friend going through what you're going through, do not say it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Easier said than done. Easier said than <laughs> Way done. Way easier said than done. Everything is. <laughs> sometimes when you're having those really intrusive, like, dark thoughts, that's something kind of grounding, at least for me, mm-hmm. of, you know what? I wouldn't say this out loud to my friend. I'm not going to say it to myself. Damn, Katie. Mm. Fucking truth, though. I should practice that more often. Me too. Easier said than done. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. Because I would never call Brianna, you dumb bitch. Right? I'd never be like, you're a terrible mother. You're a yeah, fuck up. Yeah, like, exactly. I would never say that to you. 100. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right? Good point. I love yeah. that. That's a very good thought process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I very would, good. Yeah. If uh, I didn't, I would have unalived myself a long time ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do people misunderstand about you the most? That I am very direct. Hmm. Very, very direct. Some people, I've worked on my tact, so, and reading the room as I've gotten older, but there are some times where it's not just what I'm thinking, it's it's my truth, and mm. people do not like that. I know. And especially being a woman, you know, it's... It's rude. It's rude. And I'm not being rude, and I'm not being disrespectful, but you're also not going to do that to me, and you're not going to stifle me. So if you can speak freely, so can I. Exactly. And I was going to say something about, you mentioned the pandemic. That's another thing that makes dating so hard right now. Mm. Post-pandemic too is that deleted three years of my life, of my early 20s. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's different. It's weird. And it's so dumb. I'm 26 and I'm viewed as an older woman online. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Don't laugh. That is in like two months for me. I said, Katie, we're so close to 30. It's not even funny. God. 
And I look, and you're like, what the fuck? Why the fuck would you ever say that to me? And I'm like, yeah, dude, you're almost 30. I know. I was having a good day and you ruined it. <laughs> like, out of nowhere, she walks up to my desk and goes, we're almost 30. <laughs> what is up, Kyra? What is up? Like, what do you need? said anything else to me before that, too. <laughs> Oh, I would feel so attacked. I think, well, I, think had, I think you had said, like, we are not close to 15. We are way closer oh, to me 30 than we were ever done. Oh, yeah. 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 And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. Hey, let me come ruin your fucking day, bitch. Yeah. You Thank go. you for that. Then I hit Sorry. you with the, but then think about how many of our friends aren't going to have the luxury of making it to 30 because they're no longer with us. And you were like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, this bitch had to get yours. fucking emotional. And oh. I'm like, okay, all right. Fine. We love 30. You're going to ruin my day. I'll come back at you, bitch. Yes. We love 30 because we get to walk this life every fucking day. Don't take it for granted. I know. I do. It's hard thing. I I do too. Do we not? Do we not? We definitely do. We do. And that's like, I think another thing of like human nature, human Mm -hmm. life, we do sometimes take this shit for granted. Yeah. And you try to center yourself ground yourself because goddamn at least you got food to eat clothes on your back a roof over your fucking head in the wise words of the blonde provider that i work with fucking namaste (laughs) (laughs) she'll just yell that sometimes at her desk like i fucking love you that's amazing yeah just positive affirmation attack in life yeah Yeah. real aggressive yeah yeah we gotta be aggressive sometimes grab life by the balls or what was this Facebook post I saw that said, do you just want to suck life's dick today? Oh, my God. And that is when you're going to find your real people. <laughs> this is true. Because they're either going to agree or be very, like, you know. What the fuck? Yeah. They're going to be like, yeah, we are. We're going to suck life's dick. The older I get, too, the less. I'm just less- thinking of my mother listening to you say that here today. <laughs> That's the only. She told me the other day. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. She was, I was like, she was like. She said something about how much you And I was just like, I love it because it's so genuine. Yeah. And I think, but she has this weird thing. She's like, yeah, you sound more like a lady that you don't. And I was like, thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. Yeah, no, I am, what is it? I am your direct bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I am yeah. your direct bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I am. You'll come around the corner sometimes it. and I can see it on her face. And she'll just go over to the nurse that sits to my left. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> And then you have her drop an F bomb and she's like, oh, excuse my mouth. And I'm like, is this not normal for you? She called herself a dirty slut before we left work. I was a little dirty slut when I was younger. (laughs) It was great. She got me. This is her and her husband have been together for like 50 years so well, this was like what 1960s 70s yeah, some shit yeah. Like that. 70s yeah um her husband dated for they met in a bar when she was there drinking underage they <sighs> dated for three weeks he was moving back to colorado for where she lived and uh <laughs> they got married after three weeks so she could move with him and you know the whole old age not living yeah. sin thing well, um, their first kid was born a little less than nine months later after that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she called herself. She's like, That's a dirty slut. And, oh, her, and, her da- and her daddy was like, when mama told her that they just had done had the first grandkid, he was like, Isn't that a little too fast? He said Is, that, isn't to that the a little husband. too soon? Yes, the husband called and said the you know, she had, had the baby. baby. And he's like, Isn't that a little too soon? 
he, the husband hung up. He didn't say anything else. He just, oh, no, hung up. Yep. It's yeah. So, so yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. But they had two more kids, and they said so, together for like 50 years. What did oh I say? Oh, my God, was, I uh, love that. Yeah. Fantastic. One day, she, we, she was talking about that, too, not to go off on a tangent, but she <laughs> she's saying something about Mel, or she was saying something about her husband, and <laughs> I'm like, man, you guys have been together for so long. You guys must be so in love. And she goes, well, most of the time. There's quite a few rough years in there. <laughs> when you know a man for three weeks and decide to spend the rest of your life with him, there are things I would change. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, bitch. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, no, that's some fucking I crazy love that, shit. though. I love no. that honest look at marriage sometimes. <laughs> like, I love that. People, I feel like because I've just been married this for the for a year on Sunday. Oh, happy yeah. anniversary. And, and, thank you. And everyone's like, how's married life? And I was like, I was with him for seven years. It's the same. same. <laughs> exactly. It is it, not. It's good or it's bad or it's somewhere in the middle. I don't know yeah. what to tell you. I it doesn't change than much. I did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. I, it's just like, it's just weird. They feel like they can ask you about your relationship when they never did before. Yeah. It's just weird to me. And I guess I never, that's what it is, is that no one gave a shit about my dating life Until before. But then also, because I was with Nick my whole, since I was a teenager, so. Yeah. yeah. They, they were like, oh, how's Nick? Right, exactly. That <laughs> Not too. how's the, this well, new guy. And a lot, also, like, I feel like a lot of people that do ask this or do make the comments of marriage changes everything, I think, are the people that are older. Yeah. That truly waited to move in mm-hmm. until they got married. Stupid mistake stupid mistake Mm -hmm. but that's you know that's seriously kind of what we looked at was like you got what is it courted Mm -hmm. you know court whatever yeah and then you you came together and just that's when you figured it out not ahead of time exactly because like what if you hate the way this motherfucker chews his food when he thinks someone's looking or like where he leaves his socks where he leaves his socks Mm -hmm. yeah does or, he or if he's a sweaty sleeper. Yes. Or yeah. Just little icks everywhere. Because there's snores. You're so gonna loud. have an ick somewhere with yeah. the person. Yeah, yes. No one's perfect. But it has to be an ick you're willing to deal with, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, like if it makes you wanna end up on snapped, don't don't date them. Don't, <laughs> don't date them. Don't do, don't do it. Don't do it. You don't can't do change it, them. You'll have the same argument for twenty five exactly. years. Don't do it. Don't, don't, do it. <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> oh my god, we were watching South Park. <laughs> and I don't watch fucking South Park because South Park is fucking stupid. I love South Park, Anyways, but I don't need to watch it all the time. It was, what was it, murder porn? Oh no. <laughs> it was an episode about murder porn where couples watch true crime, they get off on it, and they end up fucking killing their lover. And it was exactly, it was what, like, what we do to teenagers or younger kids is get off the fucking video games. You're going to end oh. up a killer. Yeah. Don't watch our murder porn. We're going to murder our fucking significant other. <laughs> Anyways, it was great. And that's just what that reminded me that's of. So- was oh. don't end up on Snap. It's like, don't watch murder porn because yep. you are going to kill your husband. Yep. In his sleep. Anyways. <laughs> hey, she's like, I think I watched that episode and didn't kill Nick. <laughs> I don't know. Because I'm nor did I fuck him afterwards. Porn, okay. <laughs> I, I obviously love true crime, so that's what we go to bed to every night. But it's kind of what I, I thought we were going to talk about today, too. I don't <laughs> fantasize okay. killing my husband. Yeah. <clears throat> Yet. Yet. <laughs> it's only been... Yeah. You're young. You, you got another fitty to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. I love that. Oh. 
okay. Yeah, sorry, guys. Yeah, so I'm in year one, and it's just like, okay. If either of you end up, ever end up doing that, I'll visit you in person. You know. Thank you. Of course. I'll have a, I'll have a logical reason. I should. <laughs> You're like, I hope. I really hope. Oh, my face hurts so much from smiling after all that. <laughs> so since we had talked about your parents, I mean, I feel like your parents are, you know, super influential people in your life. Yeah. You know, I mean, since you being an only child, I guess you only kind of have your parents to look up to. You don't have like older siblings, but you have Mm -hmm. like best friends and like maybe their siblings or things like that. Do you have cousins? Oh, yeah. So you have you have older cousins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. still I'm the youngest of my set of cousins. Ah, oh, okay. So you kind of have cousins to kind of, like, look up to or, like, yeah. be kind of... Okay, that's that's cool. I didn't know that part about you, so I... No, that's okay. And I'm just... I, you called me out on being really private. It's just really at work because, I mean, clearly I'll tell you guys stuff. I just... Yeah. I don't like talking about it at work because I don't... It's work. Well, that you never know who you can trust. Mm-hmm. And I will be damned if at work... I get personal and have it used against me. Yeah, good point. So good I point. keep things close to the vest until I'm in a situation where I know I can talk to you guys. Yeah. yeah. I wish I was more like that. So I'm okay. learning. Learning as I go. I've been burned too, too many times. Yep. And I, it's something I, my therapist talks to me about. Yeah. <laughs> he he does. Yeah. I don't know about you, but like he's like, there's something we just don't need to share, you know, <laughs> no, right my, away. But my brain says say it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, and then I'm in the bathroom thinking about what I just said. <laughs> you look at the mirror like, why did she tell them that? Yeah, I'm just like, oops. Oops. Oh, that yeah. one slipped out. Yeah. You can call that a wash. Oh, but no, no. So I, yeah, I have, I'm the oldest of my cousins, but mm. except on, yeah, because technically I don't really have cousins on one side and I. I have no, no cousins. Really? I have no cousins. Oh, really? You're just like Nick. Yeah, we have no cousins. I can't even fathom that. We are the only such a big family. We are the only grandchildren. Me and my siblings are the only grandkids. Interesting. That's gonna out of of this generation. That's lonely. Yeah, so it's kind of nice that Thrasher has fifteen cousins. (laughs) That is amazing. Yeah, Yeah. you guys really outdid yourselves. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We were really fucking destined for that. You're like, we will not be lonely. (laughs) The bloodline will not die with us. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So here I am. What is it? Fucking, oh my gosh, 16 years later, I have my first kid. You, you know go. what I, like, yeah. so Thrasher is kind of on the lower end, which does suck it's for yeah. me, because I'm on the lower end as well. But it's okay, because I was actually going to circle it back to, my dad's one of five, and he only has one, he's the middle child. Ah. Um, so his two older sisters, him, and then a younger sister, and then a younger brother. Mm. So his baby brother, ironically, also only has one daughter. Oh. And she's like 32 I think um so when I was born like all my cousins were older yeah but the dope part about that was is they took care of me when I was little Aww. so I had a lot of I have so many fond memories of my childhood Aww. of like hanging out at my cousin's house or my aunt's house and doing cool things or whatever I love that and my cousin <clears throat> the other girl um she she and I are actually pretty close. Oh, um, yeah. She lives in Atlanta. And I'll, oh. like, I'll go vacation to visit her. Mm. Her and her uh, partner, like, we love him. It's, cool. it's just, it's dope. That's exciting. Yeah, That's so she's the closest thing I have to a sister. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's precious. I Yay. love that. Uh, but as I was leading into oh, that. No, you're good. You're good. Um, I guess, you know, also with this podcast, I think we do talk about spirituality a lot. So mm. I think, you know what? Yeah. I'm just going to. 
Have you ever experienced a higher power in your life? Yes. Mm. I have had two near-death experiences. Yes. Um, yeah. Miracle fucking woman. Like, we are fucking sitting next to somebody that I truly do not think should... should. Yeah. Legit, though. Like, what the fuck, Katie? If life has proven anything so far, I'm a very hard bitch to kill. Resilient. Yeah. Yeah, holy fuck. You should get a past life reading. Dude. I'm so curious. I am so down. I definitely was a cat at one point because I have I have extra lives. I think I'm on, <laughs> I'm on four now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, I count, you know, probably shouldn't have been able to be born. Yeah. That whole thing oh, hell with my yeah. Mom. Oh, hell yeah. And then, well, I guess, yeah. I crossed off three, so this would be I'm on four. Got it. Um, yeah. I'm not going to go into huge detail just because yeah. of just... other things on one of the accidents that... I'll, I'll mention key facts. People yeah. can figure it out for themselves. Um, there is a ski resort up here, <clears throat> and they have a lift type thing, and it crashed like almost eleven years ago now. Wow. And I was one of like five people in there, and oh my God. Um, I ended up getting a basal. We were stuck up there for like five and a half hours too. Um, so I had a basal skull fracture. I had a brain bleed from this. Um, yeah, so I fractured, like, back here. <clears throat> Whoa. Mm-hmm. Uh, lost a shit ton of blood. <clears throat> I fractured one of my orbital sockets. I threw a clot in one of my legs. Um, I have a compression fracture in my back now because of it. So that was very traumatic. Um, and that should have taken me out because how much blood I lost and the clot in my leg, but it didn't. Were you, like, actively... Can, I mean, I don't know how oh, yeah. traumatic and what, what it is this topic triggering to you at all? Like, do you Just remember? don't make me ride the damn thing. That's fine, right? <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah, seriously. No. But, like, do you remember, did you have an out-of-body experience or? Oh, sorry. No, no, you're I fine. not the original question. You're good. I'm just curious. Like, I just. Yeah. Um, so there was that. I'll, they, yeah. They're synonymous of what my experiences were. So oh. there was that. And then when I rolled my mom's car. Mm. Well, actually, a year ago. Set yes. Labor Day weekend. Yes. I mean, it was the first September first, and I, um, I was driving actually out here in Big Lake. I know you know this story. Yeah. Um, you know, like if you're at that roundabout where the post office is and everything, if you go straight and go towards Berkshire Marina, mm-hmm. uh, there's just a slight curve right before you get to the marina, and I was tootling along, just going the speed limit. And something ran out in front of me and instinctually, it was like a cat or something, I don't know, but I instinctually swerved, but I was at the beginning of the curve and there's nothing but there's a thin strip of gravel or a pavement on the other side of the yellow line that, you know, demarcates the outside of the line or Mm -hmm. the lane. And then it's just soft shoulder. And so I caught the edge Oh God! and it sucked my tire in, but I was able to correct out of it, but I overcorrected yeah so I swerved swerved and then rolled yeah I rolled five times five to seven times yeah it was yeah two times sideways and it caught the because it was on the curve it hit the ditch and flipped end over end three more times and I ended up upside down um and it was that's the first time I've ever had another like voice, something else, like a very conscious thing. I, we're talking about spirituality. I have, oh, yeah. I have a guardian angel or something. Oh, yeah. There's something that is protecting me because I didn't lose consciousness. I remember watching the whole thing happen, slow motion. Ooh, 
But as soon as the car stopped, I was in this perfect position and everything in my brain, something was like, get out of the car right now, get out of the car right now. Like get, you need to go right now. If you don't go right now, you're going to die. Yeah. And the next like second, my seatbelt gave. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Cause I was hanging like this. I didn't touch it and it survived. It held me when I rolled all those times and all of a sudden it just gave. And it still worked later. I know I get goosebumps when I'm I think about this. I'm getting so many goosebumps. And I was able to crawl out of the um, the windshield because that was gone. And this poor woman, I still feel so bad for her. She happened to be gardening at the end of her driveway, saw the whole thing happen. And I can just, it was like I couldn't really hear what was actually happening. Oh, yeah. And that's what made it so weird in hindsight of why I heard, get out of the car, get out of the car. I thought somebody was talking to me. Whoa. I literally, I, I heard somebody talking to me, but then as I hear this woman screaming, at, like running towards yeah. me, it, it was like a movie scene where you, the ringing space. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. And then you're actually hearing and then like, whoop. yeah, it was like her voice was muffled and all of a sudden Whoa. I could hear like the car cause I couldn't hear any yeah. of the noises the car was making. And I don't remember even hearing anything during the accident. I just remember seeing it. Yeah. And I'll show you guys this picture if I can find it real quick. The only part of the car, had I had anybody with me, they would have died. Yeah. The only part of the car that wasn't crushed was my seat. Yeah. And I walked away with bad seatbelt bruises and abrasion on my face, and that was it. Whoa. I was at paint night with her parents when this happened. Me, Vanessa, and Sam, and Teresa. And we were like, oh my God, that guy's parents. And then next thing you know, he was like, my daughter's got into a wreck. I gotta go. And we were like, oh my fucking God, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Did you have some similar type experience with the ride that you were on? Hang on, sorry. You're good. No worries. Just to give insight. Yeah. And anybody who listening is listening to this and knows me and seen this picture, and it is insane. After the podcast, I'll show you the video, and it's insane. Yeah, somebody caught it on their security footage. Mm-hmm. Whoa. And then sent it to me, because that's super cool. <laughs> that's what I want. Yeah, that's crazy. But to read the tram accident, it was, um, it was not as profound in a way, but it was this feeling of safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I knew... That I was not going to die. Yeah. I, and I was the only person who got hurt. I mean, other other people got, you know, a bump on their shoulder. Some guy like hit his head. No shit. I was the only one critically injured. Whoa. And it, whoa. Yeah. And And you lived. Yeah. And I wasn't, I wasn't scared at all. Everyone else is freaking out because they're like, yeah, I can see through your skull. Oh. And you're actively bleeding. Like, why are you calm? Yeah. You just, you just, wow. those the moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in hindsight too, the doctor, he's like, I don't know how you are even conscious right now. I mean, with how much blood I lost and how long I'd had that open skull fracture and the clot in my leg. He's like, mm-hmm. I don't know how you. It just took that long to get rescued. It took them five and a half hours to figure out how to get into the tram and get us down. And they got us down from there and then we had to climb 
the tower back up to the service car and then be taken to the top of the mountain and snow-catted down. Jesus Christ. Because where it is is over... It's, it's over North Face, okay. so people will probably know what I'm talking about, but it's fine. Um, which is a double black diamond hill. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, so that was crazy. So I didn't get medical treatment for That's probably almost insane. eight hours after all of it happened. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely insane. Yeah, look at you. Miracle woman. Hard woman to kill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes, I have had... Mm-hmm. Some experience. <laughs> yeah, no shit. That's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you want to ask the last question? I do. Okay. I, I feel like that was such a great... I know. Because, like, you have gone through some That's shit. Right. <laughs> so what is your best piece of advice for just living? For just living. Life is is a gift. And... It's going to end one way or another, whether we have a say in it, see it coming, don't know, whatever. Try to find the beauty in even the the hardest days, because in 10 years, that bad day that you had won't be what you remember. You'll remember the beautiful things. Mm -hmm. And if at the end of this life, all we have are our memories make them good ones. Like, yeah, legit time is precious and yeah. be kind to yourself. Yeah. Mm. That's some truth right there. Cause yeah, tomorrow is that. never promised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It truly isn't. I've lost a lot of people at a very young age and people are very close to you, which is, you know, very unfortunate. And that does in turn make it hard for me to get close to people. And Oof. yeah, Sorry, it, babe. it is what it is. You know, I recognize that about myself and I work yeah. on it, but like, make those connections, you know? Yeah, just fucking do it. Just yeah. fucking do, do it. it. Yeah, because, yeah, you at least loved them and they loved you. And mm-hmm. that's worth it in just a small short of it. Even yeah. if it's just for a short period of time, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Like, whether they leave because of mm-hmm. relationship problems. But what? you're grateful yeah. for that time you had with the person, whether yeah. they're gone or exactly. gone. Exactly. 100%. That's how yeah. I look at Thomas, my mm. good friend. We were not talking when he died. And that... And that's hard. That's rough. Yeah. I mean, one of my really close friends, John, I was the last person to see him alive. Like, it's just, it's heavy. It's hard. And you never know. You never know. You never know. And, you know, if I were to die tomorrow, a moment people would be like, she was happy though. She had a great life. Yeah. 100%. Right. We all have our hard fucking days. Don't get me wrong. Hard days. But like you said, don't let that just outweigh your entire fucking life. Don't let, don't sit in it. Don't sit in it. 24-7. Yep. Because, you know, it's like they staying stupid. I'm full of corny stuff. <laughs> you are what you eat. You are what you think. Yeah. And. I love that. You yeah. have to feed your body, mind, and soul. Yeah. And if you feed you pray it, love shit. Yep. You feed yourself junk food, whether it's in your thoughts or with yeah. your body all the time. You never give it what it needs. Yeah. It's going to decay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Truth. Truth. Oh. Truth. Sorry. No, it was just funny because you took the words all out of my mouth. But also life short. Eat the McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Katie. This was really fun. Thank you for having me. I had a good time. Uh, I loved this episode so much. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Uh, I just loved getting to know you. But yeah, yeah thank you guys.